In the midst of COVID-19, the coronavirus, God still tells us, be still. Welcome to episode 11 of Authentic Christianity. Thank you all for joining me today. It's April 8th. I'm on week four, as many of you probably are, if not maybe a little earlier, a little later of the quarantine from COVID-19. I've been teaching from home, which has its challenges, obviously. I miss my students. I miss my colleagues. Um, one, of the, one of the bonuses is I get to spend much more time with my family at home my wife and my son, um, which in itself brings even more challenges because, you know, with a, a young the toddler um, getting work done, you know, both my wife and I trying to get work done has, it, has challenges to it. But um, there's a verse in 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. There's a difference between fear and concern. Am I concerned about COVID-19? Yes. Um, Especially um, people I know um, who could get it, who are in the more vulnerable population. My wife has asthma, so that makes her a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, My dad, who's... Uh, 78, 79, uh, my in-laws. So there's that concern. Um, and even people I know that are ill uh, haven't been diagnosed yet, but yeah. So my concern, yes. But I'm not fearful. Are there times where that fear wells up, that anxiety wells up? It does at times. Um, I try to take that, and it might it might be short lived, it might be longer lived. Um, that those are normal. That's that's not being a spirit of fear. That's just being fearful um, for the moment, and then you kind of let your God's power, so power, love, and a sound mind. You kind of let allow God's power back in um, to settle us down and to gain that sound mind back. If you want to look. A little bit I know about psychology, you know, our fear, zombie brain, so to speak, as I call it, because in The Walking Dead, um, the part that's active once the people become zombies are in, in the lower, the lower part of the brain stem. And that's where the emotions are. Frontal cortex, which is like kind of where your forehead is, that's where your rational thinking is, your sound mind is. So um, sometimes it takes a little. It takes a little time when you're emotional, for your rational mind to kind of catch up. I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, if we're really hungry or really tired, we're more emotional. So we have that power to bring back a sound mind. And, and in terms of love, we have um, a spirit of love. There's several ways to look at this. I'm sure there's a Greek. You know, I can get to some exegesis about it. But a spirit of love that to love ourselves, to show that love to others when people are acting irrationally, to help to calm them down, but to also recognize God's love for us. 
that his love for us is so great, we need not fear. But again, take precautions. And I've seen some people posting that you're healed, no matter what you're healed. We, you know, it's, no, it's, I don't buy into some of that, you know, um, name it and claim it theology. Where all you do is name it. Now, I've seen, you know, there's miraculous healings where people are healed. Um, and the doctors have no explanation for it. That happens 100. But to ignore practical measures like social distancing, um, like, you know, uh, coughing into your elbow, sneezing into your elbow, gloves, or I think that's similar to when the devil told Jesus, jump off the cliff, God will command his angels to catch you. And Jesus told the devil, don't put God to the test. Because if you want to go by the name it, claim it, God's got everything, you know, theology, you're just going to say, well, I don't need to buy insurance then, health insurance or home insurance. You know, you have to buy car insurance. Um, or fire insurance, um, whatever it is. So be practical, of course. Recognize God is in control. Um, that Now, those of you that are struggling with fear and anxiety and even just general concerns, this is what I, there's, there's a way to overcome that. There's a way to remain still. I forgot to work in your life. We cannot hold on to, to the, to the anxiety. We can't hold on to the fear. We put it at the foot of the cross. We bring it to light. Either by confessing it to God directly, you know, we talk about what you you should do that first, you know, pray to God through Christ. By talking with someone else, and I'm just talking it out, writing, journaling, whatever it might be, to confess it out loud. Not confessing it as a sin. I don't mean it like that, like like someone might think of a Catholic confession. Not like that. But just speaking it out loud, because then the devil loses his power. You speak something out loud. And then God says, you acknowledged it. You put it out in front of me. You put it at the cross. Now I can begin to work. So uh, you just heard my son in the background there. He was, um, he was just waking up. That's part of what's been going on. It's been a lot of fun to take a Hour for a afternoon, um, and even that, because uh, I'm doing obviously doing this a few. Anyway, um, even even that can cause stress. You know, as much as I love, of course, being with my son and spending time with him, just the uh, having so many things to manage in the midst of being quarantined right now. And there's no, it's really difficult to find like a moment to yourself. Sometimes in the morning, um, depending on when I get up and they get up or so, um, they're napping now. So I um, have some time here 
So, so that's difficult, especially for people who are introverts. But let me get back to what I was discussing earlier. So I know I mentioned that you put things at the foot of the cross and confess them so that God, Jesus, can take them over and he can work through them. Not that he solves them instantly. Um, like I said earlier, I do believe I, I have heard cases, um, of course, of like instant healing. Uh, but God doesn't usually so solve our problems um, instantly. You know, people have had the same issues for years and years and years, um, even into their deaths. And then in in the new eternity, the new heaven, the new Jerusalem, new heaven, new Jerusalem, um, with Christ, they are fully healed. And, and and there is there is contentment in that thought. In the here and now, you confess it to let God begin to still your heart, so that the devil. I mentioned the devil bound. You know, keep those vices, those chains on us. Some people might not believe in the devil. And most people. Most people believe in God, you know, are atheists, of course, but most people believe in some type of God. Um, I think it's more difficult for some people, at least, to not believe in the devil or a devil figure, at least. But the devil is very real. Not around every corner. But he definitely wants to keep us down in shame, in, in anxiety, depression, whatever it is that, you know, that harms us. So when God says he wants to still our heart, or what God, let me back up. You probably, many of you, are familiar with Jesus walking on the water. One evening, Jesus and his disciples set out to get to the other sea of Galilee. So this is, um, I'm sorry, I, I you know when Jesus walked on the water, you know, and then Peter tried to walk on the water, water he fell in. Another time, Jesus is in the boat on the, Gal the Sea of Galilee, and this is as told in Mark 4, 35 to 41. One evening, Jesus and his disciples set out to get to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus fell asleep. A great windstorm arose, and waves were spilling into the boat. The disciples were terrified and screamed at Jesus to wake up, saying, Teacher. Do you not care that we are preaching or, or perishing? Jesus woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace, be still. The wind ceased, and the wind come. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? Now the disciples feared Jesus and said, Who is this then that even the wind and the sea obey him? And there's a similar situation in Psalm 107, 28-29, where people and they, they cried, Lord, help. And then the Lord God still the sea. There's a few things we could take out of that from um, that verse in Mark. One, Jesus was asleep, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And, you know, and he's just like, well, what are you doing? First of all, God isn't, Jesus was human at that time. Jesus is not like asleep now. He's he's always there for us. We just have to call him. We say, Jesus, I actually don't think he's the one who's asleep. We're the ones who are sometimes sleeping on need you um and that he rebuked the sea there's a double meaning here he rebuked the storm 
calm the storm, then he also gives peace in our heart. Because he said, why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? To be calm even in the midst of a storm. And that's the main purpose of this scripture. Then it says the disciples feared Jesus. I would love to see some Greek context there. I don't think it means here is in, as I alluded to earlier, the fear. We're not given a spirit of fear. It's fear in that it's like a reverence that they have for who is this person? You know, you think of like your heroes that can do amazing things. And you'd say, wow, how can that person do that? You know, up by like a million. Who is Jesus that they revered? So allow God into your, allow Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Go to the cross. If you can't do it, you think you can't do it, how are you going to get through this quarantine? What if I get COVID? What if I get so many other things? What if family members get COVID? What if my job doesn't come back? What if I lose my house? All these things are important to think about, to be concerned with. But we are not given a spirit of fear. Go to Jesus at the cross and come into my life and let him still your heart. Thank you so much for your time. Talk to you next week. Thank you all for listening to episode 11 of Authentic Christianity. We'll catch you next time.